0: from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. On today's show, Jonathan Frakes hints at an appearance in Star Trek Picard, Ronald D. Moore's new series, For All Mankind, takes the stage at Apple's WWDC, and Gersha Phillips talks about dressing Spock and those Enterprise uniforms. All this, plus this week's Trek trivia, Coming up next. If there's one thing all Star Trek fans love, it's a good teaser. And veteran Trek actor and director Jonathan Frakes is one of the best at them. Yesterday, ComicBook.com highlighted a tweet from the former Commander Riker himself, which featured a picture of a trombone and the caption, My next project, dot dot dot. Of course, eagle eyed fans jumped on the tweet as a kind of hint that Frakes might be returning to the role of Riker in Star Trek Picard. That idea was reinforced by Brent Spiner, Star Trek The Next Generation's data, who tweeted in response, Oh yeah. What do I think? Personally, I won't guess, but comicbook.com points out that jumping to that particular conclusion could be a little hasty. After all, Jonathan Frakes has a history with the trombone that predates his time on Star Trek. Quoting the piece, in fact, Riker got to play the trombone because Frakes happened to know the instrument from back in his marching band days. Riker also played the slide trombone while the instrument pictured in the tweet is a valve trombone. Perhaps a plausible alternative solution is that Frakes is joining William Shatner in his quest for a blues album and documentary. Star Trek Picard is filming now, and the last we heard, Frakes was filming Episodes 3 and 4, which we knew he had been confirmed to direct. We've had no further details on Episodes 5 through 10 of the new series, except to say that it is expected to premiere this fall. Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, or WWDC event yesterday, featured a sneak peek at some new Apple TV Plus content from former Star Trek producer Ronald D. Moore. IGN has a good article running down the trailer and analysis of how Moore's past projects may influence this new one. Now, firstly, you should note that when they showed the trailer, they billed Ronald D. Moore as the creator of Battlestar Galactica and the producer of Star Trek. That's important because it's not entirely true. While Moore developed the rebooted Battlestar Galactica in 2003, he didn't create it. That honor goes to Glenn A. Larson, who developed the original Battlestar Galactica in the late 1970s. And as anyone who has ever watched Star Trek knows, Moore was certainly one of a relatively small group of talented producers that helmed Star Trek over the years, but he's hardly the producer. Pedantry aside, Moore does bring some serious production chops to the table, and Apple is right to be proud of his helming the show. In addition to producing Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek Deep Space Nine, he's also the producer behind the hit period romance drama Outlander, which was adapted from the book series of the same name. But back to the trailer. In it, we see what looks to be the world watching the famous Apollo 11 moon landing, but we soon realize that it isn't the United States but the Soviet Union making the landing, and it's apparent that this is not quite a historical piece. The rest of the trailer looks as though it will be an examination of an alternate future where the Soviets made it to the moon before the Americans, setting off a huge space race, heading towards Mars and beyond. IGN do a good job of drawing a parallel between Deep Space Nine and what we've seen in the trailer. Ignoring the outer space trappings, the biggest similarity between Deep Space Nine and For All Mankind is the focus on humanity struggling to overcome its worst impulses and achieve a brighter future for itself. Both Deep Space Nine and For All Mankind seem built around the same basic notion that humanity is capable of wondrous achievements, but also that humans will always be susceptible to their worst impulses when given an opportunity. The trailer is available to watch now on YouTube, and the show For All Mankind is widely expected to drop when Apple TV Plus does sometime this fall. Gersha Phillips, the costume designer for Star Trek Discovery, has been doing her part for Discovery's Emmy Push. In two interviews over the past week, she's talked about the challenge of dressing Ethan Peck's Spock redesigning Klingons yet again, and what it was like designing TOS-era costumes for a modern audience. First, we head to Forbes, where, among other things, Phillips discussed being terrified by the prospect of dressing Spock. She said, Our Spock is so different in terms of he knows what his character was going through in our script with the beard and the hair and all of that stuff. For me, I tried to come up with a jeans and t-shirt version of what that Vulcan costume could look like. Yesterday, in an interview with Variety, Phillips expanded that to explain that the biggest challenges in Season 2 were designing the Enterprise uniforms, costuming Klingons post-war, and the Talosians. Of the Enterprise uniforms, she said... Merging those two worlds together, the original series and Discovery, and then coming up with that costume, I'd say, was the biggest challenge off the top. With the Klingons, she said, the idea was that they were out of war. It was peacetime. So they were able to grow their hair and they wanted something that looked less militaristic, less battle-ready. And as for the Telosians, part of the challenge was creating something both futuristic and also contemporary. She said, the Talosians, for instance, we printed fabric with a texture to create something that I thought would look better than the original. The way we constructed it was also something that created a much more structural feel about them. Just a reminder, voting for Emmy nominations are open next Monday, June 10th. Up next, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday, but first, a word from me. Welcome to all my new listeners, and I hope that you're enjoying this show as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. Now, if you are enjoying this content, then can I ask a favor? Please consider becoming a patron of this show over on Patreon. From just a dollar a month, you can help support the show and let me focus on bringing you new Star Trek content as it happens. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news and see how your contributions could make a difference. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know... Yesterday, June 3rd, that's 50 years ago to the day, was the air date of the series finale of Star Trek. The episode Turnabout Intruder is largely considered one of the poorer episodes of Star Trek. In it, Kirk swaps bodies with Dr. Janice Lester, who attempts to take control of the Enterprise. The episode is considered to have fairly misogynistic undertones and poor acting to boot. But the series finale was also plagued by another tragedy, the death of former U.S. president Dwight D. Eisenhower. Eisenhower served as president from 1953 to 1961. He passed away from heart failure on March 28, 1969, the same date that Turnabout Intruder was originally scheduled to air. Because of that, the finale was rescheduled more than two months later to June 3rd. So, now a trivia question for you. Prior to Star Trek 2009, Captain Kirk had only been played by two people William Shatner and the actor who portrayed Janice Lester in Turnabout Intruder. But what was the actor's name? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just send an email to info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com, the Roddenberry Podcast Network.